Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Gary Light, CIO at Memorial Hospital and Healthcare Center. In this segment, Light talks about why he believes mentor relationships are equally beneficial for both parties, what he learned during his time in consulting about the need to truly understand your customers, and the qualities he believes CIOs will need to possess going forward. And are there different types of uh, areas where they seek guidance, whether it's uh, budget issues or interacting with different leaders, things like that? There are. It really spans the spectrum of everything that a CIO will um, come into. Some, some were aspiring CIOs. They wanted to know a little bit about how to, how to work with the other members of the IT leadership team, what they could do to, to better position themselves to take on increasing roles and responsibilities. Um, I've had uh, people talk to me about staff issues that they have and how they might handle certain disciplinary discussions. There, there was a case in, in one of the organizations where there was a, a loss of, a, of another member of leadership and what that was doing to just the atmosphere of the organization and how they were processing that. Of course, how people choose to work with a CFO, a CEO, physician leadership, those are the things that are very common. And certainly what we're doing as far as our approach to selecting a record or what we're doing in cybersecurity, what technologies we're looking at, those are the things when you get two CIOs together, you, you know, the conversation always turns to. Yeah, yeah I would imagine. Yeah. I, I was just going to offer that for me personally, I very much find the mentoring sessions a two-way street, and, and I enjoy the conversations, uh, and I get as much out of them, I think, oftentimes as the, the men mentee I'm working with, being able to hear what they have going on, the challenges that they face in their particular environment uh, is has always been educational for me, and I really had the pleasure of working with community hospital CIOs like myself but also uh, academic, behavioral health, uh, in just a, a variety of areas that uh, industries that or segments of our industry that I don't normally work with. So it's, right. it's certainly been a learning experience for me as well. Yeah, I would imagine. And it's really uh, it's a great thing in that people want to give back to, to those who have been you know, influential in their career, whether it was formal um, mentor relationship or even just somebody who they were able to reach out to now and then, or all of these things can really influence us. They absolutely can. And Chime creating this program to create a structure and facilitate that was really needed because uh, you know, through my career, there has been many times when I'm like, geez, I wonder how somebody would approach this particular problem. And you don't really know who to call. Certainly, the Chime organization as a whole, you get a chance to meet a lot of people and cultivate those relationships and friendships. And you can call people, but we're all busy in our day-to-day. -day, and I don't always think to pick up the phone and, and give one of my friends a call and say, hey, what are you doing on this? Uh, you don't want to interrupt them. Um, so this just creates that conduit where it really creates a little bit more methodical approach to that information sharing. So it, it's been very worthwhile. Now, um, 
looking back at your career, you've had different types of roles in healthcare. And uh, do you think that, that having that diverse background has, has helped you? Certainly has. I started my career out of college. My background was in engineering. My degree is in engineering. And before I came to healthcare, I spent the first 10 to 15 years uh, as, uh, as a software developer for a couple of large consulting firms and traveled around the country and, and did a lot of that. So I uh, have always been technical and analytical in my approach, but the consulting side of it made me have to understand what the customer's needs were, how to work with different customers in a varied environment. Uh, and be somewhat flexible from customer to customer. And as I made that transition into healthcare, drawing upon that consulting background um, has, I think, served me well as I work with various parts of uh, our organization. Ultimately, it's about trying to meet what their individual needs are and appreciating what's driving them, what's motivating them, what their pain points are, and, uh, and not just trying to apply an IT solution to it. So I, I think that background that I had leading up to my time in healthcare has really helped set the stage for that. Right. And when you, when you look at the CIO role now, there are so many different paths that people can take to, to get there. And looking at, at the future and, and what the industry is going to need, what do you think are, are the characteristics that, that CIOs will need to have going forward? I think that what has served CIOs well in the past will continue to serve CIOs well in the future. What's always made a good CIO is somebody that can bridge that gap between technology and the capabilities of information systems with what the business needs are of the organization. And, and maybe it's evolving a little bit more because so much focus had been on clinical aspects before. In the future, more and more, it's, it's going to be about revenue cycle. And the discussions about revenue cycle aren't going to be just left to the accountants, right? right. It, it, it's organizational. And I think that's going to serve CIOs very well. So, so key is... Uh, the ability to understand the business. You know, you think back to traditionally, and when I say traditionally, I've been doing this a long time. So go back to when there was a director of IT who was, who was the computer guy, right? It's like, call Joe. Uh, he, he knows what to do. And right. so the director of IT was, was somebody who knew computers. That, that shift isn't new and it isn't the future, it's a continuation into the future that organizations recognize the need of a CIO being somebody that could help the rest of the organization understand what the limits and what the reality of technology is, what applications can do and what they can't do, and how long it takes to get there. Uh, you know, there was always uh, this phrase about um, you know, computers were always faster and faster, but when you talk computer time, it's always slower and slower because it takes forever to, to get anything done. Right. And it's just translating that business problem into a technical solution takes time. Yeah, definitely. It is interesting to see when people just have so much different uh, experiences that they're bringing in and backgrounds. And I think that that, that can only be a, a good thing for the industry. The more 
diversity we get and the more ways of looking at things is, is going to help the organization as, as as approaches what it needs to. Um, you know, as we look to new technologies like telemedicine and how telehealth fits into the patient engagement scenario, that's where you need to marry the, the reality of what can be done uh, versus why you'd want to do it. And again, just because we all have FaceTime on our phones now yeah. uh, isn't a reason to do it, you know, just because we can. It needs to be a compelling reason to. Right. Really interesting time to be uh, part of the industry. It is. It's, it's consistent for sure in that uh, change happens. And at the end of the day, we're still here to take care of our patients. And uh, that aspect of it hasn't changed. It's just how we do it, how we do it more efficiently, how we do it more cost-effectively are the things that will continue to challenge us. Before we wrap up, I have one more question that's uh, a little bit off-topic. but Okay. You graduated from SUNY Maritime? I did. Oh, my dad did. That's really cool. Oh, no way. All three of his brothers. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't that interesting? I, I was probably his classmate. <laughs> um, he, he's a little bit back further. He graduated in 67, I believe. Okay. Well, that's really, really interesting. Being from New York, uh, you know, the SUNY program is just everywhere. You know, I grew up on boats, and uh, so it had a, had a lot of interest to me as I left that program of course, it was a, a military program, very uh, cadet regiment. It gave me the opportunity to to do some work in the in the Navy Reserve, which I really enjoyed, and to I guess serve my country in just a little way, but certainly nothing compared to the to the men and women out in in our active forces on the front line. So, I enjoyed that aspect of that school as well. I haven't lived in the area in, in, in a number of years, so haven't made my way back there. A number of years back, I, I sailed with my dad. We sailed from Maine. He was transporting his boat to Lake Ontario, so we sailed down and and through New York Harbor, and we you know we came down through Long Island Sound and took the opportunity to stop there and spend the night and kind of walk around and talk to to some of the students and check it out. Yeah. It was kind of fun to go back and in that whole environment. Oh, yeah, sure. All right. Well, I think that covers everything I wanted to, to talk about. I want to thank you so much. I know that uh, you have a lot going on, so I really appreciate taking the time to, to talk with us about what your organization is doing. Well, thank you, Kate. It was my pleasure. I enjoy sharing, uh, again, aspects of what we're doing here. Like many, uh, we have the same challenges, and sometimes our approach might be a little bit different, and uh, we'd love to talk about them. All right. Well, if there's anything else comes up, I'll uh, follow up with you. All right, Kate. Thank you so much. All right, Gary. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.